The following Toku podcast contains spoilers from both past and present Tokusatsu, anime, manga, movies and other related media. If you do not wish to be spoiled we suggest turning off the podcast now. Otherwise please enjoy the show. Hello everybody, welcome to the Toku Podcast, the best show about Tokusatsu you probably never heard of. That's Jay. <laughs> 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 Holy shit! <laughs> I killed him. He's dead. Oh, that was real. Mm. Oh fuck! Uh, uh, that's Phil. <laughs> uh, hey everybody! I'm too excited! I'm too excited! I'm too excited! I can tell you're fucking buzzing. What the hell happened <laughs> there? This <laughs> this show, this oh my god, fucking so, show. So um, <laughs> I I guess we'll say it like this. We have taken a lot of chances with a lot of shows, and I think it's only ever fucking failed once. And this show is not that failure. It's... So, this time we reviewed Common Teacher, a 2013 drama, because for some reason they're not allowed to call it a tokusatsu because their agencies are a bunch of assholes, but this is a 2013 J-drama. J-drama is more marketable. Well, that's true, but fuck you. Yes. That's all I got to say. So, fuck you, know, fuck you know what? Fuck Japanese agencies. They're assholes. This so, is also true. <laughs> just put it out right now. <laughs> there's there's a reason why Kabuto's actor flipped them off and made his own. He really um, did? Yes. He, he, he essentially just, like, flipped them off and was like, fuck that shit. But anyways, so today we're talking about Common Teacher, a, again, 2013 gay drama about a teacher who is... By all intents and purposes, a common writer. Um, so before we get into the show, let's talk a little bit about how, how we... The, kind of the, our little side history with the show. So somebody put put this on the wheel um, like about almost a year ago, I think. About, about a year ago. And I remember looking up the show and trying to find who had subbed it. Because, you know, sometimes these obscure shows just have random people subbing it like um shibuya 15 had nihon and then love gen or i think they go out by a different name now but they go they uh they sub it so i was looking okay maybe who has subbed common teacher i was expecting tv nihon i'm not gonna lie i was expecting that we're gonna have to use them um but no in fact the only person who has ever touched the show for some reason is some random girl on some random live journal who randomly did it because she randomly decided to watch the show and she randomly fell in love with it. Because <laughs> keep in mind, the girl who runs this live journal is not a tokusatsu subber. She subbed J, like actual boy love J dramas. Like that's what she was known for. Yaoi dramas? So, yes, Phil. Yeah, she, that's what she was known for. And she randomly decided to sub this one day and the movie, by the way. She also did the movie and I think she did the SP as, as well. She just subbed it all, and I have no idea why or what possessed this chick to do it. So she randomly did all this, and then one day, randomly, uh, again, she disappeared, and so did the fucking subs. Luckily for us, some some guy or somebody put them all on Kiss Asian, where they cannot be taken down. So you can't find these anywhere besides Kiss Asian, which is... Fucking unbelievable to me. You would think something like this would 
I don't know, have at least two or three people subbing it at most, but no, nobody did it. It was just this chick. It was weird. It was that mysterious Hmm. little hidden gem that, you know, when you found it, it was like, I found it. Uh, Quite literally, quite literally, it really was that. Um, So, yeah, so... You know what? Fuck it. Phil, tell us what is Common Teacher. Give us a summary. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Okay, so there's. No, he's buzzing again. His name is uh, his name is Araki Sensei or Goto Araki, and he is a part of a program that, in a world where teachers no longer are able to do corporal punishment and the students are able to do whatever they want, the the Bureau of Education creates a program that allows discipline through violence and force. And that's the common teacher! But Goto Araki is very different. He gets to the soul of the student. He doesn't just use his fists. But when he does, oh boy, because that man can fight. Oh boy, can he fight! And it's boom, and it's bam, and it's... (laughs) Yeah, all right. Okay, so in case you didn't understand any of that, yes... Uh, our main character, Goto Araki, who I will refer to as Araki Sensei because obvious reasons. So, our main character, he is, as Phil said, a common teacher. A, I, I, I guess this, it's a technically it's a secret uh, program. And the reason, as why Phil said, why he doesn't use his fist is because he blames himself for the death of one of his students, which we see was. <laughs> For some reason, this 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 entire sh- this show has a weird it has a weird infatuation with like the number three or just thirteen in general, and it's I don't know uh, I don't know if that has anything to 13, do with the show, but I don't know. Uh, well, Japan doesn't really have anything with the number thirteen, so I don't entirely know. I think it's just a number. Um, <coughs> Maybe. So yeah. Um, so so I'm gonna be honest. I immediately I kind of had problems with the concept conceptu- yeah, conceptually because it's. Yet another where series where, oh, everybody expects that teachers can't commit corporal punishment, so that means immediately that schools are just going to become awful and horrible and full of delinquents and gangs and shit. And like, come on, I see this. You see this, <laughs> this shit all this the show, time. <laughs> this show does not really highlight Japan's education system. I will say, on one hand, <laughs> on one hand, I mean, it's entirely believable that in a world without any kind of punishment, this kind of shit would happen. On the other hand, I don't know what it is with Japanese media that where it's just obsessed with this idea that if the teachers aren't allowed to just be the most awful people imaginable, the students are going to become literal fucking gangsters in the schools. I know, this happens right? Like the whole, all the fucking like, time. It, the thing is, it's like it, it's it, it almost seemingly happened like on a whim, like 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 out of nowhere. Like as soon as the teachers were just like, you know, you can't hit them anymore. Like, like that, like, oh shit, it just turns into Yakuza. There's no, like, there's like, at the no fuck? point are we ever given a reason why this was enacted. We're just told this was decided for some reason, and this resulted in schools becoming lawless zones. For some reason, they decide to make a superhero <laughs> teacher instead of just repealing the law, but you know what? We wouldn't have a show otherwise, so whatever. Um, it wouldn't have been as cool. It, 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 then we I, probably would have gotten a common not. politician. See, see, I don't exactly have a problem with the premise, mainly because 
I just love how stupid and goofy that is. I mean, oh, it's no, 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 no. funny as fuck. I don't have a problem with the premise of let's make a superhero teacher to deal with this problem. I'm just more so annoyed of the, oh, we can't cause... How every punish- Japanese school does this. Exactly. How, one, everybody is just fine <laughs> with the idea of sending in a, teach- a fucking masked person to beat the shit out of our <laughs> students man. because we can't do it ourselves. But the idea that... <laughs> Teachers not being allowed to beat the shit out of students means that t- kids are just going to go full on Yakuza in the schools. I mean, <laughs> I, I, th- that that just kind of took me out of the show a little bit. Otherwise, I mean, if it was just like, oh, teen delinquency is on the rise or whatever. So we have this guy. Run, if he was like if he wasn't like a government agent or whatever, he was just kind of doing it on like a whim. That'd be one thing. But it's like he's a government agent who is sent in to do this shit. It's so ridiculous, and sure, it's fun, but it's it's so <laughs> unbelievable. It just kind of takes you out of the the premise because it's again, you, it, you know what, Jay? It's otherwise we, we, more we keep... uh, like a more grounded J drama type show, anyways. So it it just comes off a little yeah. silly. <laughs> if it, it feels I, I think like it's, I think it it's that like juxt I think it's that juxtaposition that does help it. But I was going to say the thing is, Jay, they say stereotypes are around for a reason. Who knows? Maybe there's a lot of schools out there who just actually turn into fucking delinquent zones. Have you seen, seen the them. United States schools? I've heard horror stories from my own that's, friends this, this, who this, that, this is Japan. Yeah. I, I'm talking Japan. I can I can see... I mean, for, I don't know. I mean, in America, sure, that makes sense. But when you compare Japan culturally, <laughs> it doesn't exactly make sense. But that's a story for another time. I mean, most of my knowledge came from, like, TV show or from, like, J-dramas and toku shows. But I know that with the – when you see, like, the girls wear, in, like, the school uniforms where they're wearing the really long skirts or, like, basically to the point of a dress, that was actually considered a rebel move. It was a, a rebellion towards the normal standard of wearing uniform. Yes, the short skirt was actually normal. So I was going to say, I, I think I like the juxtaposition of the show where it's like, overall, it is a pretty grounded J-drama where it's just like, there's not this wackiness, there's not CG crazy monsters, there's not crazy shit happening. And then out of nowhere, here comes this motherfucker who can just beat the shit out of you wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think that's that juxtaposition that I just like, it, it, it helped me really get into the show and be like, okay, I got this. I, I, can, I can get with it. Which is, and again, which is not to say that I don't like the show or it took me out of the show. It's just, again, the ju- the juxtaposition, the yeah, yeah, long day, the juxtaposition for me just, it was kind of, it, it always was just hanging there in the background, just an unanswered question, just the, the logic of it. Just, it. It made it a little hard <laughs> to get into for me personally. I guess, but I, I kind of just, I just kind of accepted that, you know what, this is kind of, it's the same way that I accept the logic in, like, the Yakuza games, where it's like, yeah, that doesn't really make sense when you think about it, like, wouldn't Kiryu have been arrested for fucking endangerment million times over? I think it's one of those things I can kind of just accept. It isn't, I'll say it like this, it isn't like... Like fucking around with time travel. It's like, eh, all right, I, I'll accept this. I can kind of get it. You know what I mean? I've always been into like the delinquent type shows. Like, I love uh, Otoko no Juku. I love the Bancho series. I mean, 
I know Yakuza isn't exactly like that, but I like the Yakuza series. So I think I think with me, I can kind of, I can kind of fuck with it a little bit more, but I can also see why it would be a little hard to get into for some people. And I mean, I, I again, I like stuff like that as well. I'm kind of into the the delinquent subgenre, I guess you can put it. But I think it's again, it's the mixture of like. He's a government agent, but then it's also like a secret law and other sorts. It's like four different ideas at once, and they don't exactly fully mesh totally. You can't really look at it like it's something real. This show, I think it's aware. I think the show is aware that, that this would not make sense in the real world, but it makes sense in that world. And it just has fun with it. But it does well, have that, meaning. Well, I mean, to that's it. basically what I. That's basically what I said. But I was going to say, like, it. I. I. I think it's. I think it's just one of those things that, like, it. It might have been. And again, I didn't read it. Maybe somebody who read it can tell us. I didn't read the manga. I have a feeling this is something that they skimmed over from the manga. Which, yes, Most by the likely. way, this is a manga series. This was a manga series. I don't know if it's still going. Is it still going? I, I, I don't think it. so. No. But. <clears throat> but this was adapted from a manga series and I have a feeling that it was much more elaborated on there because I, I will admit that I do, that I did kind of notice like mm, well how do you get well, I mean then again they're delinquents I guess but like how do you get the parents to be like this is alright but then I kind of think back to like Shibuya 15 where it's like the parents were just kind of okay letting their kids become basically thrown into the matrix yeah That's so, to be fair never see the parents no, but I mean they're not the focus of the show. It's the students. Yeah, I mean we do see one group's parents, but that's but they but they're technical. yeah, but they're they're, uh, <clears throat> they're an outlier because they're abusive assholes. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, 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 again, Phil, it's, it's one of those things where it's like they're delinquent, so like they're <clears throat> the the stereotype of delinquent is like they're not really they're more estranged from their parents, or sometimes they for a comedic effect or for drama effect they will show their parents, but. For the most part, you just kind of assume, yeah, they don't. They either have parents that don't give a shit, or they just don't have parents at all. Or they're so that's why I kind so, of admit. Or they're the just like really be- big assholes who just like they have loving parents, but they just ignore them. <clears throat> Again, we don't know, but that doesn't really matter. Like that's yeah. the part that doesn't matter to me. But like, like I said, I can see where Jay's coming from. Where it's like, well, how do you, you know, there, there's certain logistical reasons why this wouldn't work. But I think with this type of show, I can kind of ignore them, like, for the most part. At least, to me, I can ignore them. It doesn't really bother me that much. I, I, I just, it's, the show itself doesn't need that. It stands, it kind of does stand well on its own with the elements that's given to it. Like I said, for all we know, it's probably something they elaborated way more on the manga. Because, like, this show, it's... Granted, I mean the first episode's fifty, almost fifty fucking minutes, but like, it's it's short. It's twelve episodes long, so I can see that they would have had to skim a lot of shit from the manga, which makes me kind of want to read the manga for more. So, hey, you got me to want to read something. Yeah, that's uh, that. that's hard to do. I'd love to see. Uh, manga. So I'd love to see those uh, the animations of what he can do, what we saw on the show in the manga. <laughs> Granted, it's not going to be. I mean, granted, you got to use your imagination, but still, I'd like to see what inspired all that stuff. Mm. Well, going from that, I guess we should really talk about the main character of the show, who is Common Teacher, aka again Araki Goto, 
And I absolutely love this character. I love. Uh, oh yeah, he was was, he was absolutely a blast from beginning to end. Agreed. He is the he is the quintessential. And I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna. Re- I'm gonna reference our Blade review twice in twice in uh, two episodes. He is like Kenzaki. He is the hero. He is the quintessential hero. He is the guy you look at and be like, that guy right there. That is a motherfucking superhero. Oh yeah. He has. He has the personality. He has the optimistic outlook. He has the charisma. He has it. And I'm just like, the whole time I'm with this guy. Not once did I ever think, really, dude, really? I was like, no, the whole fucking time. I'm like, no, I can see where this guy's coming from. Mm. I fully support this motherfucker right here. He is awesome. Yeah. I really liked him. Uh, early, they, they pretty quickly set up his personality early on where he's he's kind of the, the goofy, silly everyman almost. But then actually he's secretly a total hard ass and stoic. But then also secretly he's <laughs> still a total goofball. Uh, I like that. <laughs> Um, I like what they do with his character. Uh, he's got a nice little, not necessarily an arc per se, because his arc is for the most part already over. It's not like he really has much of a character development because he's, he's kind of already gone through his character development, so to speak, (laughs) where, uh, thank you. Technically speaking, his job is to beat the shit out of the delinquents. So they, uh, they do what the teachers ask, but he doesn't want to do that (laughs) because I mean, uh, his reasoning is that, yeah. uh, as we find out, that he tried that and it didn't work, and that resulted in one of his favorite students uh, dying in a ultimately fairly uh, easy death that they could have resolved, but easily resolvable death, I guess. Um, you know, it's drama, whatever. So, so he could have just said he got better, pretty much. So it ends up being a situation where he's ultimately like, you know what? Beating the shit out of people senselessly does not change a thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> because, I mean, as as we all learned from Metal Gear Rising, violence breeds violence. <laughs> <laughs> so in, instead, yes. he, he decides not to senselessly pummel the delinquents, but instead to try to appeal <laughs> to their better nature and get them to reform on their own. And I like that idea, and it, uh, it carries over to his fighting style, where his his fighting style is, for the most part, entirely defensive, where he's mostly, like, parries, dodges, backhand stuff, you know, disarming. He likes to counter. Yes, it, it's a very defensive fighting style, only except for when he absolutely needs to start throwing punches. Absolutely, And then he just, he goes full ham, beating the shit out of people. Um... And it makes sense because he d- because he blocks them. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I will say though, Jay, it's funny that when you say it like that because yeah, when you think about it, he is kind of just beating the shit out of minor senses. <laughs> I mean, that is literally <laughs> his job is to beat the shit out of children. <laughs> I, I mean, mean t- hey, I mean to be fair, I mean at up. this point. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, dude, I, I just called that like Monday at high school. At this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you how many times I saw a fucking teacher get it, get at it with a fucking student in my high school. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, I mean, I, who knows? Maybe I, I had was, a fucking common teacher in my school. The, I closest, I, the closest I ever saw was a, a, a nun at our school. If we did something we messed, we messed up royally, she would actually say, asshole, what were you thinking? <laughs> oh. <laughs> So we, so oh, she no, would probably dude. become a teacher, and she must no, have been a dude, really good teacher. No, dude, my fucking, I fucking remember. 
<laughs> I, 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 this is a total non sequitur, but I should just say that I remember in my fucking high school we had a. Uh, this uh, this foreign prince vice principal from uh, what was he? It's it's some fucking country in Africa. I think I want to say it was Uganda, but I don't know. But I remember for I remember seeing this like just fucking asshole of a guy was running around just being a dick until finally he messed with the fucking vice principal and he f- and the vice principal just fucking knocked him out in one punch, <laughs> like, flattened his ass God. out. Like, and I remember seeing it too because, like, the kid was just like, What the fuck are you gonna do, man? What the fuck are you gonna do, man? What the fuck? You-? And all you just hear is the. <laughs> down. Fucking down. And I was like, Holy shit, dude. That guy is oh. awesome. So, <laughs> going back on the topic of just, of just beating on minors, fucking uh, Goto, Araki, yes. So, as Jay was, Jay was saying, yeah, his, his, I, his arc was basically done, yeah, but I, I, I still like the fact that. He remembers it, you know, like not not in the angsty way, but more in like yeah, he, this is why I'm going. No, it, yeah, he he never regresses at any point for cheap drama. He always remembers what happened to him. He always remembers that. I don't really want to say trauma, but that that failure, that kind of personal black mark on his career that he this is his Basically, fault. Yeah. And he, mm-hmm. he always remembers that throughout the show, and it's his, kind of his driving motive there is, I don't want this to happen again. And it's really fun. It's basically him saying, I fucked up royally because I was young and fresh at this. Now I know not to make that mistake again, and I'm going to work my ass off to not to. You know what would have been interesting? If they had shown what his teaching style was like beforehand, if his teaching style was more... Without the violence, obviously, more like Jay said, stoic and just much of a hard ass, extremely strict, and like that really did change. Like that changed him. Of course, I guess we can kind of just assume that's what happened, but like I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if we had like at least a scene of, oh, this is what he was as an actual teacher beforehand. But then that but wouldn't have I, made I him interesting. It. It, he, I like that whole. You know, my I, I was telling my my parents about this because I was so excited, and they they <laughs> knew about that I was spent the whole night watching it. They said. This is like Superman. It's essentially like Superman, where their personalities change when they go into their into their alter egos. <laughs> a little bit. Well, yeah. I mean, that that's basically. I think that's just the idea behind it. Um. So I again, I like I like this guy. He has a great character. He's a great guy. Everything about him just makes me love him. Because, and hell, there's been there was one specific moment where. He knows he didn't even need to be common teacher to save somebody, and, and and for some reason that just like that right there, I was like, you know what, that is a fucking hero. He knew he didn't need to use it, and he didn't use it. He used himself, and I'm like, I don't know, man. That that really endeared me to him. He's the, um, he's a teacher that you aspire to be. He's a, he's like essentially he's like a good teacher. He's because teachers are there not only to teach you, but to help you in times where you have nowhere else to go. They're also at least I don't know how it is in Japan, but I know here and hopefully Japan, they're there to protect you, to keep their students safe. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. Like, I I like that idea where it's like he he is essentially like I know a lot of people probably don't want to, but like. If you ever aspire to be a teacher, this guy is basically your fucking role model. <laughs> He's great. Um, so on that on that note, because again, really, 
I, and a lot of people can probably say, oh, well, he's just a flat one-dimensional character. I wouldn't say that. I think he's just a good person. Um, I but I will say, but going exactly from that, I'm oh, sorry. Again, he's kind of got the the hidden side of his, again, it's not necessarily stoicness, not necessarily uh, drama or failure. He's got the, the two halves where he's, he's still kind of sullen and... Uh, mourning over his failure but also he's kind of chipper and all smiles and goofy and fun he goes from clark kent to batman yeah i guess i guess that's a good way to put it yeah um so talking about that we should kind of talk about you know common teacher itself because interestingly enough it's not a suit it's just a mask and even then the mask is just to hide his identity I mean, he, I guess it makes he sense. Just knows. Masked teachers, so. No, I, I yeah, but like, the the cool thing is like it's not a powered suit and it's not a powered mask that turns on his fighting abilities. He knows how to do it. He knows how to fight. He knows all of this shit. It's just, I I don't know. I just like that idea of it's just a mask. He it's he himself is the real you know hero. Well, he just puts on the costume. It's a mask and, and a badass leather jacket. But mostly the mask. That is true. <laughs> Don't forget the bike. Speak, that bike's the, nice. Speaking of the outfit, if you notice something, Araki's always uh, we, uh, when you see it in this first episode, you see him wearing like really like dressy b- brown shoes, khakis, a button-down shirt with a tie that's like, that's put up, and a blazer. You look at the outfit when he goes into Common Teacher. San, sans the mask, it's basically an all-black much more intense version of his normal clothes. Well, well it's like I said, I really he goes from that. he goes from he goes from Clark Kent to Batman essentially. He goes from this really goofy like bright colored dude to just I'm going to fucking kill you. That's mm. <laughs> pretty much. And Especially yeah, if you're an adult. To go off of what uh, AJ said there where it, it you know, it doesn't provide him any kind of powers. He he has that ability. And that's a fun thing, too, is because we, we see him uh, on occasion get into the fight scenes, and he's still, for the most part, holding his own. I mean, obviously, he's not actually, like, doing his usual shit because then he'd blow his cover, but, you know, he's t- he can still tank damage. He can still take hits like he's uh, like he's oh, just yeah. uh, some total beast. Oh, yeah. And I think they set that up well in the first episode where um, one of the main delinquents starts beating the shit out of him in the classroom, and he just totally... They toss him out the fucking window! He, he yeah! Throw, he, Punches he him so, right out! goes so far as to knock him out of the window, and he just totally no-sells all of it. <laughs> I'm good! Yeah, and they're yeah, like, he, what I, the f- I, <laughs> How nobody figured out it was him immediately is ridiculous. That being... Oh my god, he's... He has the worst fucking secret identity. I don't know how anybody couldn't figure that shit out until. Well, the well end. think about it this way, dude. His <laughs> voice goes from "Hey, I'm not common teacher" to "I'm not common teacher." It's like <laughs> you can fucking tell. Like you can tell. It's like it's like it's like Christian. It's the like Christian Bale's Batman. It's like you find you know. Tell me where the Fucking, I will say, uh, on the subject of him taking damage, one of my favorite fucking jokes of this entire show is when he gets headbutt disappears and then puts himself back where he was after he fu- finishes his fight scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was the best fucking, that's one of the best fucking jokes in the entire That show. really was. But he's, that that, really that's was. why I like Araki. He's just a good, honestly guys, he, he really is one of my favorites, like, of the shows you've watched. He's fucking oh, beautiful. Yeah. I love this man. I love this man. Um, who do we talk about next? I guess do it because sh- 
there's not don't really a need to talk about the teacher. Other than the quote unquote villains, the the rest of the cast is pretty one note. Uh, there's the other teacher, the lady teacher, who is Itimura Sensei. I I don't necessarily want to say like sidekick or love interest because she's neither. Uh, she's just like she is. She is teacher. The main teacher he interacts with. Yeah, basically, she's, she's basically his other, not necessarily other half, but it's she's kind of a, the same character where she she puts on a, like a big happy smile, but she's kind of depressed and sullen because of the the mistakes she's made when she was younger, and we get a little bit of that where it, <laughs> she also used to be a delinquent and uh, she ended up being reformed by a teacher who was a lot like Iraqi, but then she, the teacher ended up killing herself because, you know, nobody else had managed to succeed <laughs> yeah. in that, uh, which is yeah. kind of fucked. Um, no, to, to be, to be specific, uh, a student of that teacher killed herself. So the teacher killed herself as well, which is doubly fucked. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of suicide so, in the show. I've she's noticed. basically, a lot of people die in this show. There's surprising. a there's a lot of dark stuff in this show. A lot <laughs> I know, of dark right? stuff. I, I I will say though, two two things about her being a student. One, I left my fucking ass off the first time they showed that fucking flashback because there is nobody in the goddamn planet who believes that woman's a high school student. Oh, in that oh no. God Oh no. She she's got she's got a little bit of Robert Zadarchin. Um oh, that and no. <laughs> You're right. Sorry. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. But <laughs> I don't even know what you when, what when you're they when about. they you can look up Robert Zadar. Um, that and when she was when they were showing her as a delinquent, she wasn't really bad. She was just kind of annoyed. <laughs> so I'm like, even well, as granted, a delinquent, they showed you were one just kind scene of, of it. They mm. didn't really show any more of that. It, True we, enough. We are left to infer what kind of student she was. Yeah. But I, I do like I did like her character a little bit more towards the end because her because again she doesn't she doesn't do much but what she, when she does do stuff it's like I like her because she is kind of I I don't want to say the J Jonah Jameson because it's not like she hates common <laughs> teacher she just doesn't no. agree with his methods but like she's a, she's one she's the character who just doesn't fully get well, the if you hero want, if you want to use that well okay no I was gonna use an example but that doesn't make sense with the way you described it. Um, yeah, I get what you mean. She she doesn't entirely trust common teachers. She only know, mostly knows him from reputation. Um, but then also she she kind of agrees with his methods when she starts figuring out, oh, he actually wants to help people. He's not here to commit senseless violence. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> he's not here to try and murder people. Uh, that's entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's not trying to commit murder. Oh, all right. Maybe he's a maybe he's a good guy. She yeah, does like when she I, can. Yeah, like like I said, I I, I like her <coughs> character for the most part. She wasn't, again, she she didn't do much, but she wasn't like Koyomi, where it's like she didn't do much and she was just boring. No, she was she didn't do much, but I liked her. I, um, I'll be I honest, guess from now, if you if you look at it, she's kind of like what teachers would be like in real life in some of those situations. But you, if you're not if you're not as like passionate as Araki. Yeah. I can kind of see it. I can kind of see that. I know. So, I see what you mean there. Yeah. So to round out the the list of side characters, uh, there's I don't think we ever get his name, but the the guy at like the the bar or like the restaurant or whatever that Iraqi hangs oh, out shit. at. Oh shit! Oh, uh, I don't know his name. 
He, I, I think they said his name like once, but we just know him as the boss. Yeah. Or Can we the just call boss? him boss? The, the boss and yeah, his daughter who... For, for the... I, I fucking wasn't paying attention half the time, even though I explained it every single fucking scene they're in. Uh, was the father and sister, respectively, of the student that Araki got killed. So he just kind of hangs out with them largely out of... I don't necessarily want to say guilt, but kind of a remorse, so to speak. Uh, which is an interesting idea. I like that, but they, they don't do anything. They're just kind of there. Uh, Boss ends up being kind of like a morality pet, sort of more like a mission control almost, because he gives he, yeah, he gives Rocky the bike, and that's basically it. But they don't really do anything. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of expecting him to be like, oh, shit, is he going to be like the, the power-up guy? Is he going to give Rocky a power-up? Uh, that would have been fucking the sick. Fuck? Well, it's him, that and that, it's him and that... They both, him and Araki both like to watch this really weird show with this acrobatic teacher. Yeah, we should talk about that as its own as its own thing because yeah, that fucking little show is weird. And also, the funniest part is, and I mean, this is obvious from the moment you see it. It basically just spoils the fucking episode. Yeah, it's, the, uh, it, the the segments literally just point out what the moral of the episode that Araki needs to teach the delinquents is. It's it's, it's hilarious. Fucking, it is the most surreal shit. Because you have this blonde teacher just doing fucking cartwheel, <laughs> cartwheels and handstands and, and shit like that. Handstand push-ups. He's, pu- he's jumping all around. He's, he is doing so much fucking Cirque du Soleil shit. It's he, crazy. He's just <laughs> screaming complete fucking nonsense the entire time about like <laughs> morality so and hope. And Do you know why they call it love? Because there's a heart in it. God damn it. <laughs> He, start, he starts talking about bears one time for no reason. <laughs> I, I fought a bear. Believe me, I fought a bear. It's he talks about like, hope, like perseverance. Oh, oh, or, or my favorite, or my favorite one, right? Where it was just like, I met a pimp today. He said, "Hey, you want to see some cute girls?" And I believed him. I never seen a cute girl in my life, but I believed him. <laughs> I fucking love. I don't it's, know what the fuck is up with that season, but it's, it's, I look forward to it. Oh yeah, it was the every best. single time I looked. <laughs> yeah. Every single time I started a new episode, I was just like, w- I I need to right. see what, what the, the next fuck episode is Kimpachi Sensei gonna be up to this time? How many fucking cartwheels? <laughs> what kind of wacky shit will he do today? And it all culminates to like the final episode where he's just he's just going fucking ham. He's just flipping all around and he's going fucking crazy. They, I the, love that here's segment. the thing: they don't have anything to fucking do with anything at all. They are literally non sequiturs. They just show up. It, it's like a minute long, and then they're never mentioned or acknowledged again. The, <laughs> The one, it's the fun. one fucking time they even acknowledge that it's a show that they're watching is on the final episode when uh, what was her name? The the boss's daughter, Psycho. Tur- Psycho. She she turns the TV off when they're watching. He's like, "Hey, I was watching that." That's it. That's the only <laughs> time they even acknowledge its existence. We're we're always the, the shown him so watching good. it, and then they're just like, "That was a thing, huh?" Anyways, he, here's the thing that I got from that. I think when Araki would watch it. I think that's what he aspires to be himself, or wi- not aspires, but what he wishes he could do. But they never he, play with that idea. It's, it's it's funny that you mentioned that because I kind of had this, and again, this is either me really, this is me figuring out what the writer was going for, or me thinking this is more meta than it is. Like when we were doing our fucking the Kiba Ranger shit, 
what I thought that was was kind of like a an analog for what kids saw when they first saw Common Rider, where it's just like that's what you want to aspire to be, <laughs> you know, as an adult. So for a teacher to see a extremely crazy, wild, wacky motherfucking teacher to aspire to be that. I, I don't know. Maybe that's me just think, looking a little too deep into it, or maybe that's what it was going for. See, again, but if it... I like that. If it weren't I like that idea. That the, if it weren't for the fact that the segments are complete non-sequitur bullshit, <laughs> you would so be good. right, because that's clearly what they're trying to go for. But the problem is that the, the lessons he learns from it and the stuff he talks about have fucking <laughs> nothing to do with anything at all and are never acknowledged. That's so good, though. They're, they're no, they're the oh, you, you gotta love the fact words. that, like, at the beginning, right? Like, at the beginning, like, the, the opening was just, like, uh... It was just, it was just like showing the title on the screen and then oh back go right into the episode and then like towards like the end they actually give it like an actual little opening oh yeah <laughs> like a little opening title crawl it's like what the oh. fuck what happened here what the f- oh it's so good oh, oh I love it I so, love it that that's so good <laughs> so that's that's basically it there's uh one other side character there's another student. Who for there's the, two students. Yeah, so there's the girl student who, for the longest fucking time, I thought was Saiko because they look exactly <laughs> the same. Um, I kind of do. Uh, she's basically just there to be horny for Araki, which, I mean, hey, I don't blame her. Uh, she he is a really, good looking man. <laughs> she doesn't really do anything otherwise. Uh, so that's basically it for the side cast. There's not really a whole lot left. Um, so now we go into our quote unquote villains, the, well, let's talk about the M4 obviously first. So let's start with the first one, uh, money man, AKA Bon, yeah, which so, is the so stupidest all, fucking all, name I've ever heard. They all have nicknames. It's blank man. Like it's fucking, uh, fucking, uh, you got money man, golden age, got, uh, ice man, ice man, uh, Madman, Shadow, Mad Man. Shadow Man, Shadow Man, uh, Charge Man, and then J- Skull Man. No, yeah, uh, <laughs> Wait, Wood Man. You didn't. Ha- you didn't Wait, you only I, was, had four. I almost said Shadow Man, but I forgot. I already said. That. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! There's four guys. Okay, so there's four guys, and then every once in a while, Proto Man comes out. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the uh, that's the blonde one. <laughs> 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 Fucking glass cannon. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, but yeah, so we have all these four, and they're, they're essentially the main delinquent group with one guy at the very tippity top, which is weird because when they introduced them, they kind of made it seem like uh like Ken like uh Ken was a outlier, like he wasn't yeah, they, really they part set of their up, group. He's just stronger. They, they don't establish that they uh they're like together as a group until like way later, uh because <laughs> when it's when they first when the M four start to go first, be like. We need to bring him in. They're, they treat it as if, like, we need to make an alliance <laughs> rather than we need to go talk to the boss. Because it, it they set it up as if he's he's just another guy who's there. He has no connection to the M4. But, no, they're they're connected, and it's it's kind of weird. <clears throat> yeah, because they, they, towards the end they have, like, a sort of, well, he is the technical, like, we're the regional bosses, but he is the interregional boss. Like, that's he's kind the, of what they were going for. I guess the best way to put it again to use a yakuza example, where um, you have he's like the the specific leader of the the yeah where like he's the patriarch he's the patriarch basically where you have uh, the the M four they're like the sub bosses they're like the the district bosses 
and then yeah, he's, the he's, he's the big man. He's the he's the Don, I guess. So like yeah, and, mafia, and they kind so of like mafia w- terms. He would the, he'd probably be like the capo, and they would all be his soldiers. Yes. yes. Or well, I, or you could say, put it yes. like uh, he would be the Don, and the M four would be the capo. But the capo, yeah, yeah. That, that makes more sense with the hierarchy there. But yeah, basically like that. Um, and it, and it's it's kind of cool because like I I like that idea, but as we were saying, like they kind of sort of don't really mention it because they again they kind of they they kind of hint at it because uh, Shadow Man, who we'll get into, is kind of attached to him, so we're just like okay, maybe there's something there that we don't really get. Um, but let's talk about let's let's go in order. Let's talk about our first one, who is Money Man, aka Bon. Uh, he is the legit first delinquent we see. Uh, Rocky Goto. He is the first guy we see Rocky Goto talk no jutsu into submission. <laughs> you know what? I Pretty much. I kept wanting to use the talk no jutsu joke, but I'm like, nah, nah, that's gonna be too easy of a joke. Yeah, basically, Araki <laughs> just uses Takno Jutsu to defeat all the uh, delinquents. See, the low hanging fruit, Jay, sometimes is the sweetest. You know what? That's, that's Naruto, true. isn't it? Yes, Takno Jutsu. It's basically that's basically what Araki does. But with this, it doesn't feel like bullshit. It, you know, it's not bullshit because that's actually the point, and it's not just we need to cop out the easiest way possible. <laughs> we we can't have Naruto kill people. Yeah, exactly. But whatever. We'll, we'll do a Naruto episode in five years. Um. Anyways. Um. But yeah, with uh with Bon, he basically he's our first guy that we go for. He's the money man who eventually turns into an informant, which is kind of interesting. Eventually, as say. in like the oh, second yeah. episode. Um. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. So they set up that all the delinquents have their own kind of shtick, where he's like, oh, he's filthy fucking rich, so he bribes people to do horrendous shit for money. Uh, He'll set up fights for money, or he'll be like, he'll bribe, hey, hey, whoever does this to this teacher will get this amount of money. You know, stuff like that. Um, And he's kind of just like a fucking little freak about it. Um, But he also, he's a total wimp, and he pretty much caves immediately. Uh... (laughs) Bon, so so he gets defeated pretty much at the end of the first episode, uh, and from that point on, he's n- he's not necessarily like a good guy because he's still technically in the M four, and st- as far as we're aware, still doing delinquent shit. But also, he's working for Iraqi, and he's acting as an informant. And by informant, yeah, I mean exposition machine. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I will say. I will say that it's kind of cool that for all four of them, we do get an an actual pretty good explanation to why they are why they are. Like with Bon, it's because he was bullied and he found out that, you know, paying people off is easier than being a brave motherfucker. And that's kind of an interesting idea. Everybody has their own motive and it's not just we're evil for evil's sake. Everybody has a reason to be why they're a delinquent and why they do what they do. And you know what? It's weird. But, and again, this is me reading too deep into it, but every single one of these is an archetype for somebody who you would have known in high school. Who you I feel bad for. I agree. I agree <laughs> yeah, because, because and, and we'll get to the other ones as well, but just to spoil it, you know, with Mad Men, he's, he uses force because he thinks that's the only way people respect him. Money Man, he uses money that's the only way he'll respect him. With Shadow Man, he's always in the shadow of Kinto because he wants to. That's he's the only one he respects. And with fucking, and again, the same thing with uh, with Iceman. 
he uses power and steals from adults because that's how that's how he just learned to be. And I and well, I just for some reason that that that. And, and yeah, I, and I think that's myself, pretty much what it it is. Is that uh, he hides his emotion and you uh, strikes from you know he. <clears throat> Yeah, he hides his emotion. He's super just, again, he's an ice man because his father beat him and he, you know, he treated as if, oh, if I show any kind of emotion, my father will beat me. So then, and, and like every that. single one of these people is, and again, like, like I, like Phil and I were saying right now, this, it really much feels like the writer was going for someone that's like, no, this is, this is pretty much reasoned why people would turn into bullies. No, yeah, it's, it's these, absolutely I, all, and it's really good. Uh, backstories for why they would become the way they are it boils down to cool motives still evil kind of situation where yeah you all have reasonable motives to be the way that you are but you're also still evil anyways exactly and it and it's really cool because and and because none of them are oh my sister was stolen and put on a train and then the train exploded <laughs> like it's nothing crazy and stupid no, it's, like, all it's all it's all and reasonable and family, I loved it. Separation stuff like that. <laughs> poor, like like you know. with uh like with Bon, he he basically abandoned his fucking friend and his friend, <laughs> Jesus Christ, he tried to kill himself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Again, that's like what suicide number four or five. There's a lot of suicide. This was episode, and this was episode one. <laughs> but you but pulling yeah, like, the suicide card now? You're I mean, to be fair, Bill, 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 Bill killed off the girlfriend in what episode two? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so like I said, it's really cool because with Vaughn, it, it come like again with a Rocky. He, it's cool because um, with a Rocky, he doesn't beat up Bond, but he shows Bond. You see how fucking strong I am, but not because I'm violent, but because I'm using you know an actual spirit i have a goal i have a heart and bond's just like oh shit oh but so that's the person what it's who like does to be beat him a normal human being no i thought <laughs> yeah I basically thought bond, i thought and, bonds was uh i thought bonds was he brought the friend who com- tried to commit suicide just, oh wait, just so i talked to him i thought it was the other uh madman who was the uh, the one with the power thing well, well, they're they're all sort of with, they all sort of have a different uh, idea of how to abuse power. Bonds is money, oh, yeah. and with and oh, with yeah. Bond, it was it was what did bring him to sense was his friend, well, not really beating him beating him up, but like you know giving up a good old shonen punch. It's like even it's though like we never slap. see the best friend again. It's like that slap that you need to like just like wake your like wake yourself up like wake up idiot. Do you realize what's going on? Even though, even though we never see the friend again, no, which yeah. is weird. Of course, um, no. They, they said he, he's he's homeschooled. They said he's homeschooled now. Yeah, but we never see him. Like literally, never see him again. And that's yeah, he's not hell. important. True enough. Um, then we got a madman who, as we said, he has the thing where he believe he believes he has to basically beat the shit out of people f- for respect, for power, and it's cool because, in a way. Common teacher coming in and you know basically styling all over these motherfuckers. They're showing him like, oh fuck that shit, dude. If if you're not strong enough to fight him, why the fuck do we respect you? And oh, it, yeah, it, I absolutely. don't know. I, and and I like that idea because then they all start learning how to. I guess you could say, become powerful without 
abusing power in a, in a way. They like they, they, they learn, learn to, they learn it. They learn to not use their I not, again not use trauma as the phrase, but their their own misfortune as an excuse to be violent or evil. They learn to overcome it and to become better people because of it. And that, I that, love or essentially that. They're boys becoming men. And and another thing I like too is that it's not like an immediate thing where they just immediately switch. Sure, Bond was pretty quickly immediate where, <laughs> oh, he le- he reconciled with his friend that he it almost got to kill himself, and now now he's just a good guy, except he's not. Um, I mean, to be fair, even even after he became a quote unquote good guy, he was still a slimy motherfucker. No, absolutely, exactly what I mean oh, is yeah. that uh, he he technically is a good guy, but he never actually stopped. Being I wasn't a, the like, only one who guy. got hardcore Michi vibes from this guy, right? Oh my god! Like, yeah. just he kind of looks like Michi. Like I was just like, oh dude, who the. F- Oh my God! Are you gonna like try and nuke the U.S. over a chick? Please tell me you will. Um, <laughs> uh, if you can afford it, he probably would. Uh, <laughs> but that's the that's the thing I like is that we don't have the characters immediately be like, "Okay, I've learned my lesson. I am now good." Immediately, no they they get their shit beaten and they get taught their lesson. They got talk no jutsued, and they're still like, "Yeah, so whatever." And then it takes a couple episodes for them to think about, it, and they're like. They, they, they slowly begin to realize that as more and more things happen, as the status quo starts changing and common writer or yeah, common writer, common teachers start beating the shit out of them more shit out of them more. They they start to finally learn and it's like, okay, I see what he's trying to tell me here. I like that idea where it's not an immediately okay, we're good now. That that's nice. Yeah. I liked that. It, it's really cool because with with all of them, especially with uh because you can you can technically say Shishimaru didn't really have a change. It was more just he keeps following Kinzo. So Kinzo's really the one who needed to to be the one who changed. Like with Kinzo, he's the one who changes the most, and he's this is the one that takes the longest, if anything. Oh, yeah. And I really, really liked that idea. Well, Shishimaru because, like you said, was a special <clears throat> case, of course. Unless I'm... <laughs> Unless I'm thinking of uh, a different, I can I could like I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Other than Araki, I fucking forgot everybody's names. Um, okay, so sh- Shishimaru is a Shadowman. Okay, no, yeah. so I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Um, Ryota is Iceman. Yeah. yeah, and then oh, speaking of Ryota, uh, he's the one who gets it the worst because uh, he does in fact get his total shit pushed in by the other common teacher. <laughs> oh who, yeah, who I was right. thinking of by the way. Um, uh, so so he shows up around episode three. Uh, his civilian identity also shows up coincidentally in the same episode. Uh, by the way, I fucking figured it out immediately because they made it. Oh, so I so did I. This is another this is another uh, wise man thing where like if you could not tell, you're a fucking idiot. Uh, it I was th- spoiled I to think me in something worse else because uh, well, it's not worse. Wiseman is worse because it took 40 fucking episodes to reach that point. That's Here, true. Here, they just yeah. they kind of, they don't outright state it, but they also make it pretty obvious immediately. Um, so what they, they, don't, they don't treat you like a dumbass. No, they don't treat you like a dumbass. They don't try to keep it like a mystery. They, they ultimately reveal it as like, oh, it's a, oh, it was him the whole time. But at the same time, huh? like, yeah, they, you kind of already know who it is. But yeah, so, so he shows uh, Ryota up, uh, gets his shit wrecked. Gets his shit wrecked, and he's just he's he spends the rest of the show like cowering in fear, and he's again even quieter, and he's he's just kind of like 
a scared he he totally changes immediately because he's just like scared and just kind of like cowering the rest of the show it's kind oh, of yeah. it's a little fucked honestly yeah i i i i kind of liked it because it it showed a very stark contrast from like the the the, the person before him who was quoted with madman it was him who slowly ch- changed and became honestly a very good person because of Goto, and then we see what the fuck can happen when you have a proper common teacher just beating the living shit out of people. <laughs> oh, which, yeah. Which also <laughs> makes things bad because, it, one, it ruins common teacher's reputation because nobody realizes that there there's two different ones. So, which is weird because they kind of make it seem like some people already know that there's two, but some don't know that there's they, two. They don't. They show yeah. both of them together, and it's like, don't you guys realize that there's like, like two of them? You'd think at some point somebody would mention, oh, by the way, there happens to be two of them, so maybe you should, we should be clear who is who. Uh, but it doesn't really matter. Um, so so they set that up, too, where uh, he basically immediately tanks Araki's reputation and all of the good he was doing just gets immediately undone. So, like, again, a madman, he's, like, he starts learning slowly, and then, oh, he's gonna go and do that anyways? Well, fuck that. Fuck being a good person. I'm gonna be more evil now. And I like that Yeah, and, and I like that. As one of you mentioned, um, he's, he's more of, like, a how common teacher is supposed to be, where he's teaching the students how not to be delinquents through violence and force and just overall being an asshole. Uh, and, it, and it leads to conflict with him and Araki, where Araki had a good thing going where he's, you know, his his Takno Jutsu shit is working, and then here he comes just, you know, uh, teaching through violence, <laughs> ruling through violence. Yeah, basically. Kind of. um, and it's, again, it's a nice setup where you have the, not necessarily pacifistic, but uh, the the friendly Araki, the friendly common teacher, and the more violent common teacher, and they clash there. And it's a believable clashing because, again, it's it's not just like, oh, we need to be nice no matter what. Uh, no, violent. You know, it's... There's layers <laughs> to it. It's nuanced. Mm. Yeah, I, that's it's true because cause you can tell, like, you know, with, with common teacher black, we'll just call him that because it's basically his color. With common teacher black, is, it's like which is the name of uh, the manga sequel, I think. Actually, although I don't know if that's actually oh really related to him or not. So I, I think that works. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, like with common teacher black, it's like you said, like he obviously doesn't think, you know, just beating random fucking people does anything. But he also thinks, you know, there are some people who just need to get the shit out of them. Exactly. Well, Araki's just like. Yes, there are people who there are, there are some things that do need violence with adults, but with kids, I just you just can't do that. You can't just beat up students. It's fucked. Well, so it, I it and like you said, it's nuanced too because he's also still a student, not a teacher, which is also never explained at all. Why the hell he's a common teacher if he's a student? Well. <laughs> uh, he gets a special. He gets a special. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and it's it's not even that he doesn't think it works. It's just that. He's on the receiving end of what the delinquents do. He's, you know, on that level. He's somebody who's who's tried to do what Iraqi has done, and it's failed for him. He's on the been on the receiving end of his efforts, and it doesn't work. So fuck it, I'm gonna do it my way, kind of thing. Basically, and I like that. I like that idea. Also, we should probably say who he is, uh, Kusanagi, uh, in case the yeah. guy I kept the, thinking was fucking Gentaro. Fucking 
<laughs> he he kind of looks a little bit like him. Yeah. There's there's so many people on the show who look like people from other shows. Oh yeah yeah like, yeah. yeah. Is so it, many is it of just them. Just me or did uh, uh, Kusanagi look a lot like Bon? I actually thought it was Bon. I'm I'm like because they look kind of. Um, you same. know what? I'm not even gonna lie. The first episode he shows up, I actually thought it was him for a second, and I was I was so fucking confused because I I, I looked away for a second and I hear him talking like, wait a second, that doesn't that's not right. What the fuck happened to him? I thought they were doing like a bit or something. And it took and then I was started watching the next episode. Like, oh okay, they're two different people. All right. I mean, I, dude, I, I'm legitimately, not, man, I didn't it's... think they were the same person. <laughs> but it's fucking weird, dude, because like. Everybody in the show, and I don't know if this says something about me, but everybody in the show looks like an actor that I've that I recognize, except for like Goto and stuff, like the obvious people. But like, like Kusanagi looks like Gentaro, Bon Bon B O N kind of reminds you of Michi, like in the face at least. And I had to look a lot of these guys up. No, none of these guys have done anything to Kusatsu. There's this. one guy who looks like Kaito who comes along in the later on in the sh- in the series. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's weird, but um, so we should get to the last delinquent, who is Kinzo. It's Kinzo, right, with a K-I-N. Yes. Okay, so Kinzo, who is basically just like we said, he is the big He's bad boss. boss. He is the big boy, and I like his story the most. I liked his backstory the most. He has because he has the best story out of all of them. Uh, he does because it's not only the most realistic, but it's also you almost like. You almost feel like, bad for him. No, no, I was gonna say like you would almost understand if he didn't change in a way. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Because it's like, yeah, I could see this entire time you've been fucked with, so I can see why you're you're super hesitant to ever trust somebody like Araki. So I I like that. Yes. Yeah, and so- can I just say, it, it doesn't matter what show he's in. Fucking Siegfried from fucking Gaim. He's oh a fucking my. dick. Yes. In every fucking show he's in, he's an asshole. Wait, that was Sigurd who was doing that? Yes! It oh was my Sigurd. god, I didn't know that. Wow, he really is an asshole and everything. But hey, he's probably a really nice guy in real life, because apparently people who play assholes are very nice guys. You, you, usually how you it say is. that. You, you say that. And then he's just gonna come up to you and steal your wallet. And be like, oh, he did it. Oh my god, that's sick. And and he'll. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm no, see he when I when I saw him, this. right? I'm surprised no, he see, didn't when I, die in this. When I saw him, I thought, you know what? I I don't. I everybody in the also in the show that looks like somebody I got wrong. So I looked him up to him. I was like, holy shit, it is him. Wow, <laughs> you are literally a jackass in every the, fucking the show one you're time in. You what is right. this? Exactly. I know, right? <laughs> So, he, he, just, he probably just has it in his claws. I want to be an asshole in everything I'm casting. Yeah, maybe. It's like, I'm always nice. Please just let me play a role where I get to fuck with people. But yeah, so I like Kinzo because he has essentially... And it's cool because not only that, but he also has an arc where he almost doesn't even want to trust Araki because... He gets betrayed again by an adult. Yeah, he gets... So be- I just... I like it's that. Like it's just betrayal after betrayal where... Uh, his backstory sets up where uh, him and uh, Shishimaru, right? That's Shadow Man, yep. right? Yes, Shadow Man. So him and Shishimaru were, uh, were best friends from childhood. And I think they were like in an orphanage together or something. Yep. And they end up getting separated because he got adopted. But it turns out that his, his adopted parents were doing it for a fucking scam. Which is, uh, again, entirely believable and kind of fucked up. And they were super God, abusive. that hurts. To, that that so, hurt to fucking see, man. That... 
It really that, was. That really is bad. It's like, I mean, these are kids who don't have parents, and now they're <clears> going to actually have a family. And it's just like, no, we just, we're using you. That that hits home. That just hits Suck, like, the really sucky th- especially sucky thing when, is, especially man, when they just a lot. repeatedly just fucking dope slap him all day, it looks like. Um, they, they dope slap him, and they fucking just kick him down, and it's just like... Which Ooh, leads to Kinzo fuck. breaking into their house, beating the shit out of them, and saving Shishimaru, which leads to their weird, overly protective bromance with each other for the rest of the show. Which I is, like it. I like that it's, little It's romance. fun. Uh, I like that they make a joke about them being gay for each other, which is hysterical. There's two weirdly placed gay jokes in this show. And it's, I don't know I'm, why. I'm surprised they even went there because you have Bond. It's like talking about their uh, their backstory. And he's like, hey, you think maybe they have that kind of relationship? And you just have a Rocky and uh, what's her name? The other teacher. They're just sitting there and they're just like. <laughs> Yeah, all right, cool. Oh, yeah. They, they gave that look to, to be, like, I don't want to go down that road. We're not going to, down to that road. To be fair, they, they did. Bon had, a, bon had another line in the show that was actually pretty funny where it was like uh, him and Kondo who was like, oh, the delinquents are rising up. They're going to mascot the school. Actually, it's boycott. I don't know why, but that fucking dry line. <laughs> he has, he has line a lot of me. really fun lines. There's one in the final episode where it's like M4 is finally rising up against the uh, the new delinquent. I can't believe it. And he's, he's going on this rambling spree. And then uh, what's her name? The other student, the Kondo. female student. She's just like, Kondo. Kondo's just like, hey, dumbass, you're an M4 too. Oh, <laughs> shit. Right. He just oh, runs. right. I was. <laughs> he just I runs. Love him. He's he, he, and then he, all he them and the then all them get into the fight and then he's like I'm an N four too and then he just gets his ass handed. He to shows him. up at the end of the fight to get his ass kicked. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh, so good. Um, so but he, yeah, so and Kinzo has this fun arc where he he starts slowly learning from Meraki, but then he just gets more and more betrayed and he he eventually just kind of grows distance from it, almost to the point where he he's totally unsavable too. But it's ultimately the the ending there where he, he finally does grow out of that and starts to uh, to accept. Oh, that was so good. Starts to grow as a person. I like yeah. that arc too. I I especially like his ending. But I yes. think that because I want to talk. I want to talk about that as the actual ending of the show. Um, yeah. So besides that. Uh, there I are other like, delinquents. There are other delinquents. There's a group yeah, but they of, don't really matter. Well, here's the thing. There, the, there's these other students, t- and two of them are well. They're notable because two of them are are girls, and I'm like, oh god, is this is it going to be a point where like he's common fighting te- girls? Common teachers so gonna beat the shit out of a chick. I I would so common th- teacher as directed it's by really, uh, like Tarantino, Yo, Koichi Sakamoto. I forgot his name. Oh, I would love it. I oh, I would love to see that. But the thing is, like, they're more brought in to for Kusanagi's introduction as oh, it, it, for Kusanagi's introduction. And there's a point in the show where these where these girls are trying to uh, blackmail an older man. And then it turns out, oh shit, he's got a knife and he's like serious business. And there's literally a point where he's almost about ready to rape one of them. And uh, and uh, Araki just comes in. So there's a thing that we never mentioned where Araki comes in and on his motorcycle and they play the intro theme. But it, and it just gets your blood pumping. <laughs> what? That's, some, yeah. that's something I need to talk about when it comes to the music as well. Is okay. They play the opening all the fucking time. They do. 
but this opening yeah. theme is it, it's really fun. It's re- it gets the blood going. Well, yeah, I'm, but I'm you honest, hear it every fucking thing, episode. Hey, it, you know what? Every time he came in, I'll admit it. Every time he came in and that theme played, I knew what was gonna happen, and it just it, it, it brought a smile to my face. It just brought like this fanboy pleasing smile and reaction out of my face. That the only other thing that ever does that is Doctor Who. Doctor Who is the only time that that ever happens, and I'm glad nerd. that I I got that feeling again. Again, I'm a nerd. nerd. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to admit. Anyways, it. but yeah, like I, like I said, like every every single episode, you hear that scene. Nerd. Open it. <laughs> no, 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 Jay, you gotta do it. <laughs> nerd. No, no, you're both wrong. You gotta do it like this. I could he cut out completely. Yeah. <laughs> I did? Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> well, you're gonna hear it on the recording. You're gonna hear it in the recording. No, no, I, I have to I have to I That was, that was so fucking perfect too. I was so perfectly cut. Holy shit. Oh. oh fuck. But yes, yeah, so talking about Kusan talking about Kusanagi and and his brother that disappears after his introduction. Yeah, his brother shows up to get kidnapped and then never gets And then runs again. away from home, basically. Buy those delinquents, by the way. Buy those new I, delinquents. It, it, it's it's funny to me because, like, he shows up, exits the fucking building, runs away, and he never gets shown He never gets shown again, so I just assume, <laughs> oh, did he just run away from home? Don't, yeah, we also kidnapped need again. Don't we also need to mention <laughs> Kusanagi's motivations for why he's a common well, teacher? Well, yeah, that's what we're, we're getting to. Honestly, it, it, coincident, almost bizarrely coincidentally, it ties, ties into the other teacher there, uh, whatever her name is, Ichi something or other. Um, yeah. Uh, where we find out that, as we mentioned, uh, her motive for becoming a teacher was her old teacher who ended up killing herself, who, by the power of sheer fucking convenience and coincidence, is his mother, uh which is so fucking random to me. I know, it, right? Like, okay, it'd, it'd be one thing if, like, oh, he was a specific... Again, like I mentioned, he was a specific target of the, the bullying delinquency, and he realizes that the, the pussy talk-no-jutsu shit doesn't work. No, it's because delinquents got his fucking mother killed, which is so fucking weird to say. And that's why he doesn't care about be the the pacifist shit. It, it's it's such a weird. He's, okay, he's kind of like, like he's kind of like the Jason Todd to uh, he's like the Jason Todd to Iraqi's Batman. Well, I was gonna say it's it's such yeah. a weird like yeah it, kind it, it, it's such a weird like universal coincidence that it's just like man the this fucking galaxy must hate this kid. Fuck. <laughs> But, but it's yeah, great. That, I that's it. the thing is that it's such a fucking coincidence that it just so happened that his mom was the same teacher that was whatever the fuck her name is. I'm, I already forgot again. Like her motive as well. And they barely interact at all, which is super weird, too. They have like the one introduction in the final episode when she finds out that he's uh, 
uh, oh, that's true. Just, and they they kind of have like a I, weird I like kind of glossed over. Scene. They don't really interact too much beyond that, which is kind of weird, honestly. Yeah, he doesn't really talk to Siddharth Sensei that much. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> I tried. I slipped that in. I didn't think you were gonna catch that. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, don't worry about it. Anyways, but yeah, so after we get Kusanagi, um, but that's pretty much all the, well, I mean, besides the final bosses, but like, that's pretty much all the characters we have besides like the superfluous principal who's just kind of a dick. And There's the, also the bureau, the bureau leader who isn't actually a dick. There's a, a, that rape, epi- that near rape episode. That's an episode where Araki is, is, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? He's basically told you're not common teacher anymore. You'll just Demoted. do the rest of the year. Demoted. And at the end, but he's like, fuck it. I don't care what they say. I'm going to protect my students. He, the, the bureau guy actually calls him up and he the principal says, you're going to reinstate him as common teacher. Yeah, and, it, tur- it turns out to have been uh, all according to Keikaku. And that was absolutely what he wanted the whole time. He he's a very he's a Again. very weird character because he's obviously not a villain, but he's also I doesn't seem to come up as a good guy. Do something with him, but he he's just there. Like he's gonna be the like super most of the time he's teacher. just there, fucking staring at his binder, the same fucking binder every single <laughs> goddamn episode, making a one line comment about what happened. It's a solid day. I mean, I don't know, Jay. Maybe he has Alzheimer's. He needs to keep reminding himself. <laughs> I mean, th- I am making remember, a lot of jokes that today. I'm going to regret. There's only two. No. So <laughs> it's got a light day. Wait, is it really only two? Because I, I was under the assumption that there was only two at this school. I was under the assumption that there was more. I, they, I'm they pretty sure there be, might be more because if you look at there Araki's, has to be, right? Araki's it's like a, it's profile, a whole... because Araki's profile actually says his helmet color is silver, which would indicate he's not the only one. They, That's what I'm saying. Like, an there's implication that there's multiple across the country, and he's he's not just like the only common teacher. Yeah, because that would be ridiculous to assume. It would be like last week when we were saying like it would be ridiculous to assume there's only two of these fucking wizards in the entire world. Yeah. So I, 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 I would say, like, I again, maybe it's just he was really... Maybe this guy was, like, um, like the agent who was assigned to these two. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is these are the two that he looks over. So maybe that's what he is. I don't know. Maybe maybe he gets explained to the movie or something. I don't know. But, I mean, um, oh, but I yeah, I want to so, watch that movie. I want to watch <laughs> it. Well, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah. So as... Uh, I think that's pretty much every character that we have to talk about. So I guess we can just talk right into what what should we talk about? I guess right into the ending or right into uh, I mean yeah, the, the, there's pretty much it. The, there's one final delinquent shows up who ends up creating fake common teachers to get the school to rally behind him to go full on war against the students and the ta- the faculty and everything. Uh, because he <laughs> I don't think he like escaped. He got out of a like fucking juvie. Essentially, he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm totally fine, guys. Trust me." Turns out, oh, I'm totally not fine. I'm still fucking psycho. So we find out that this guy was originally a part of the M4. He was he when he was like the really powerhouse guy, but then but then uh, Kit, like uh, Kinzaki Kinzaki Kit, yeah, beat Kit. The, beat the pulp out of him. And he started losing followers to the point of 
he got violent and stabbed and possibly murdered a student. So he was sent to a correctional facility, and then that's how Bond ended up becoming a part of the M4 because he took over his place. Yeah. And which he was leads to like, him coming back to take revenge, essentially, and take his rightful place as a school leader by setting up oh, an yeah. elaborate scheme with fake common teachers to eliminate M4, and so he has no resistance and gets the the delinquents on his side and shit like that. Uh, and he may or may not have also been working for the government, and this might have been an incredibly elaborate plan. I'm not entirely <laughs> clear on that. Yeah, um, that wasn't our only thing source kind of, of like... information. Are that was weird. The our only source of information on this is uh, his two fake common teachers, who are two notorious criminal gangsters, the Gentaro brothers. Yeah, uh, who who mention that offhandedly that they're allowed to do this. I'm not sure if this is like, oh, them commenting on common teacher as like a concept, or this is them late. because like the, the fucking bureau guy had files on them, so I guess i don't know it's just kind of brought up and then immediately forgotten it's weird because they kind of mention it and again it's like it's like the thing with with the uh, with the uh, kinzo in the beginning where it's like they allude to it but they never elaborate on it and they just kind of want you to assume that that illusion they made earlier is what's going on where it's like they just want you to assume that no this is they are being allowed to do this there is some plot behind it because like you said the guy at the bureau is pretty much pretty much spelled out no yeah this this went exactly how i wanted it to go so it's like okay there is something else going on there but like you said they just never really elaborate on it and again this is one of those things where i think it was probably more spelled out in the manga because really this the last delinquent misaki he was kind of glossed over yeah he, they they kind of just like, eh, just kind of throw him out there for the final for the final yeah, two episodes. He, he shows I'll be up, honest. We get his backstory. Ex- I and expected this. No, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. No, I, I feel like I overlapped you. What, what what did you say? No, I I said yeah. He basically shows up. We get his backstory, and then he leaves. That's it. Uh, basically, I I was expecting this to be like the ending the ending level of bully, where it's like the teachers and the and the the students. It's all chaos, and common teachers have to come in to like put order back in. I was expecting that, but and it was hinted, but it didn't happen. See, I think I would have rather, <clears throat> and again, I know that you would have to have fixed it around for for Kusanagi, but I'm pretty sure you could have done something else for Kusanagi. I would have rather they had scrapped episodes seven and eight, which were the episodes for the weird sub delinquent group that didn't fucking matter. I would have rather you scrapped those two episodes to give a little bit more to this guy, because like you you can't just introduce him and then that's it. You're just like, oh yeah, he did this. Okay, bye. And then that's it. Like I don't know, because especially if he's supposed to be your final boss, which basically he is. He is the final boss. So it's like, eh, you could have done something more there. But again, I'm pretty sure, again, this was something that they elaborated more on in the manga. So we'll see if, once I read that. Mm. Probably. <clears throat> so beyond that, uh, he gets defeated. Uh, the Jinro Wolf Brigade brothers get defeated. 
And then <laughs> law, law, lawlessness is, for the most part, defeated and the school becomes safe. Uh, he's... Araki technically retires as common teacher for that year. I don't think they like explicitly say that he's done. He's just, uh, this school is fine. We, uh, you've completed your mission here. You're just a normal teacher for now. Uh, it's fine. There's some cute little moments where uh, Kinzo reveals that he found figured out that uh, Rocky was common teacher, and he's like, "I want to be just like you when I'm older," kind of thing. Which is, it's a nice little moment. It's fun because it catches a Rocky off guard. Where he's just like, "I," it's like, "I want to learn how to ride a motorcycle." He's like, "The fuck?" It's like, "Listen, man, I know you're common teacher. You, you, you can drop the act." He's like, "I don't know what I, you're talking about, man. All right, whatever." I, I will. I will say that is kind of cute. That the that, is that the very cute. The ending scene, and not for Araki, the ending scene for Kinzo is probably one of the most satisfying endings for a character I've seen in a while. Because it's, mm. you see where Kinzo starts. He is a low-down piece of garbage. He fucking just, you hate this kid. And at the end, where he was throwing shit back at Araki because he didn't want to write anything, this time he actually wrote something. What he wants to be when he grows up. And... I again, I my heart was like, oh, it melted when I saw Aww, that he wants to be yeah. a teacher. He wants to be a fucking teacher because of a rock, and I'm just like, holy shit, that is sat- that's a satisfying ending to a character. But not Especially just a teacher. He wants to be a common <laughs> teacher. Well, a teacher still. He still wants to be a teacher like a Rocky was. Yeah. And like, <clears throat> and like, one of the coolest things is that he essentially gives in a in a Rocky type speech to the final boss, Misaki. And I'm just like, that is so, I don't know. That's something about that is satisfying to me that he just, he is just, he changed that. He's not who he was anymore. He has changed. And I, I don't know to me, that was, that was the perfect way to end his character. Like, God damn, that was awesome. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was cute. It was a really, really cute it was thing. A, it was a cute ending. Uh, that's that's pretty much it for the show. I mean, it's uh, we kind of glossed over a lot, but I mean, the, other than well, what I mean, we what did we, up, what did we there, really not a whole gloss lot over? Else to talk about, yeah. I was gonna say like, what did, what did we really gloss over? Yeah, not really, nothing much. It's just it's, not much. We, we kind of condensed everything down. Is mostly what I meant. The show is yeah. the, well. We didn't really. We only really glossed over the sub delinquents. But then again, mm-hmm. I, again, they're mostly just there for like, to introduce Kusanagi. And again, there, there's not really a lot they can do considering this is a twelve episode series. It's twelve episodes with one fifty minute episode, and the rest are twenty to thirty minutes, half hour. If they if we were doing this on, if we were watching this live. Again, I don't. <clears throat> Excuse me. Again, I don't think that because again, if they if you had taken away the delinquents from episodes seven and eight and done something a little else, something different for Kusanagi, maybe I would have been a little bit better on those on those episodes because I those were the only two episodes I really found myself just being eh, all right, whatever. But like the rest I'll, of it, I mean, I liked it. <clears throat> like the the rest of it, I mean, I I can't lie, guys, I really liked this show. Like of course we 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 knit we picked a lot of nits with it of course, but I it, overall I thought this was a very 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 entertaining show. Uh, I mentioned it earlier in the in the server. This is basically the logical extreme of a sequel to Forza. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> 
This is the Forza sequel that we need, but we never got. Um, But I guess with that being said, we'll just jump into our final thoughts. So I'll give it to Jay first. So uh, I'm going to be honest. I don't think I'm as hot on the show as you guys are. I, there's definitely elements that I didn't like about the show. I, a lot of things that held me back from liking it as much as I did, but I really did enjoy it. I was pleasantly surprised. I had heard good things about the series, but it, again, not really anything about the show other than like, oh yeah, I've heard it's good from like one or two people. I enjoyed it. I liked most of the cast. Uh, I, as mentioned, I have issues with the premise as a whole, but the actual storylines, the actual plot is really good. Action's really good. Uh, music, I kind of hated the music, other than the one fucking speed metal song that they use randomly. Um, they do this weird thing, too, where, where they'll just start playing the songs and then just cut them out for absolutely no reason. They'll just they'll just stop playing the music randomly. It's weird and it kind of pissed me off. Uh, overall, it's a pretty solid show. There's definitely things that could have been improved on, though. All right, next up is a feel. This so show was a lot of fun. It was a lot. It, I I this was a lot of fun. It was. Oh my god, I loved it. I. I, I didn't want it to end. I really didn't. I binged it last night, and I finished it this morning. And I love, I love the opening theme. I'm, I've become obsessed with it. It's, it, it gets the blood pumping. It gets you going. It's especially when Araki comes in, and he's like about ready to kick some butt. I'm like, oh, oh, we're getting some action going. Uh, I fucking love that helmet. I, it was. It was a fun show, and it makes you aspire to be like Araki. Be that really cool teacher, but also be the one who's there to guide you. Good way to put it. I guess for me, it would be a thing of... Again, I like the show a lot. I am... I, I I guess really thinking back on it and really looking at it from where I stand now... I'm kind of in between Jay and Jay and Phil where, you know, I'm not saying that Jay didn't like it. I'm saying like you both liked it, but I'm kind of between being really into it and just thinking that it was good. You know what I'm saying? Like that really weird medium where I'm like, yeah, I I actually really like this show. I was kind of scared going in because I thought to myself, "Uh, it's, I, I hope it doesn't just turn out to be like a bait and switch where, it's like a J drama type thing that doesn't really have anything to do with Tokusatsu and it's just boring. And my, my main problem was I hope I was wishing it was, I was hoping it wasn't going to be boring, but it wasn't, it was interesting. It has legitimately one of my favorite main characters I've seen in a long ass time. And I truly do think that this show deserves a bit more, a couple more eyes on it because I know that it was semi popular um, back in, back when it came out, I mean, it got, excuse me. I it, I think I mean fuck. Got a movie, and I think the SP also got translated um, or made into a show. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, but I but like I said, overall, I think I really like the show. I I would give it like a B, like a solid B, no minus, no plus. And I think if you're looking for something different, and if you're looking for something concise and short. Which I will say, maybe for some people, the 12 episode limit would have. 
I, I would say it wasn't the 12 episode limit. I would say it was how they used the 12 episodes that kind of hurt them in the end. But overall, from the fight scenes, which we didn't even talk about those, but like I said, the fight scenes are great. The music, you know, they kept reusing the same fucking song every five fucking seconds, but whatever. Uh, the suit, I mean, I liked, I liked the outfit. The characters were fun. The story was honestly very realistic, and I very much liked it. And there was just something about how they made the villains. Honestly, these were some really good, well-made villains. They had motivations that were realistic. They had motivations that I could get with. They had motivations that I understood. And I really do think that, like like Phil said, it kind of leaves you feeling like, I want to be like this guy. Somebody who, you know, believes the best in people. And, I, and I, again, I think overall... It left me feeling like, yeah, you know what? I, I really like the show. I would recommend it hardcore to anybody who wants something different, especially if you've been burnt by the last few seasons of Common Rider or just need something different to watch. Fuck it. It's only 12 episodes, guys, and only one of them is an hour long. Trust me. You can go through this fast. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so overall, love the show. B. I'd say it's a perfect B. Right there. Right B. Right there. Right with the bickety, With the bickety buck bumble. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, that's one way to put it. Look, all I know is that I've been listening to that song a lot because of that one f- weird fucking. Uh, I mean, I'm pr- I don't know if you've ever seen it, but that weird fucking rap song by this who was this chick called M- Millie B? That sounds like she just ripped off that fucking song hardcore. Uh, that's pretty weird. Yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's you just you, 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 you'd, you'd have to see it. You'd have to see it. Uh, all right. So let's spin the motherfucking wheel, shall we? I'm, I'm still surprised that this doesn't get much popularity because even in the final episode, they say you can now own it because it's now a blue. It has a Blu-ray pack. Nah, everything gets a Blu-ray nowadays. To be I'm, fair, I, I, I have a feeling it was it. more pop. I was gonna say I have a feeling it was more popular in Japan. You know what I'm saying? Most likely. One, like, like one of those things who was more popular there. I might get, I might get my I get might get my hands on that on that Blu-ray. I know it's not gonna have English subs. I know that I'm not gonna understand anything, but I still want it. It's it's so I mean, good. You know what, Phil? You know what you never know. Because sometimes for some fucking look, for some reason they had English subs for part three of the JoJo Japanese Blu-rays, but not part one or no, not part four. Four, I think. All right, so let me spin this wheel before we go into that. Spin, 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 spin the fucking wheel. Where the fuck shall we seal? Uh, oh, no. Here we go. Spin, spin, spin the motherfucking wheel. Let's see what fate we shall seal. Oh, oh I'm being fancy tonight. Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. <laughs> the lesson we, we have learned. <laughs> <laughs> so that was basically just common teacher. Yeah, uh, and then we get. Oh no, we landed on bankrupt. All right. <laughs> no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Oh, Ghost Sager, what a shame! <laughs> what? Are you serious? I would kill myself. No, <laughs> we're doing another Garo series. Yay! What's Woo! the next one after the first one we did? I guess that means we're doing Makai Senki next. Woo! Er, I don't know what that is. How long is Makai well, Senki? Yeah, we could do a movie too as well. Uh, depends. Wait, no, yeah, we would have to. We if we're doing this chronologically, there's a couple movies we would have to do. So it's up to you guys. Uh, d- 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 mm, you know what? 
because I am feeling so generous, you said there was movies between the first Garo and Makai Senki, right? So there's two movies. There's uh, Curse of the Demon Knight, I think it's called. And then there's mm-hmm. Red Requiem, which uh, I don't mind skipping because it sucks. Um, <laughs> I was going to say. But there's two movies in between season two. Well, I was going to say, since I'm feeling generous, let's just do them all. Fuck it. Let's do those two movies and let's do season two. All right. Let's do next week. We're going to do Curse of the Curse of the Wolf or whatever the fuck it's called. Next week, then after that, we're going to do Beast of the Demon Knight. Then the next week, we're going to do uh, Red Shower Requiem, and then after <laughs> that, we'll do Makai Senki. We'll do three episodes of Garo because we need to get the fuck on with this show. <laughs> Yes. We've only done one in five years. We did it earlier this year. That, again, we've only done one in five years. So, uh, actually, how long is Makai Senki? I don't think it's long. I don't think any of the uh, same shows length are as long. the first season. So, twenty-five oh, right. episodes. Yeah. Okay. Well, next week or uh, no? Actually, I should say this right now. Next week, we're actually going to take an official break because not only is Phil not going to be in town. I am also not going to be in town because I am going out for my birthday. Uh, unless we can right. probably squeeze it in bef- uh, during the beginning of the week, which we'll see well, what happens Well, it's also going to be my birthday, so that's going to be a little weird anyways. Wait, uh, when, when's yours? 16th. Oh, I'm the 15th. No shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, there we did go. We, uh, did we forget this from last year when we, we had two celebrations <laughs> two days in a row? I don't remember last week. Fuck you. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how I remembered last year either. I don't fucking remember last night. <laughs> AJ remember remembered my, my birthday, but you didn't remember mine, Jay. I don't well, fucking Facebook know what your birthday is. And Facebook told me. You never, <laughs> you never told me. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, uh, August, meow, meow, meow. I don't, I don't remember. I, I, it's been, it was like two weeks ago. I remember that. Um, I think. But yes. Well, uh, I apologize, Phil. Happy birthday. There you go. And happy birthday to you, Jay. I didn't realize it was your birthday this week. No, yeah. I, I, th- I, think, I think Jay remembers only because it's literally, like, me than him. So I'm Yeah, I think that's probably why I did remember. I'm a, I'm a day closer to death. Thank you. Um, anyways, <laughs> so, so as I was saying, so next week we are going to be having, well, what's this? What is this? Um... Uh, well, it's going to be coming out. No, actually, it's going to be. This is going to be coming out the week of our birthday, so I guess we don't technically need to have a break. Technically, um, if we want so to. never mind then. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> fuck no, no, no breaks. No more breaks. Work, work Aww. till we're dead. Work a fuck. A uh, million, four billion dead. Uh, I don't know how how it goes. Anyway, so yes, yeah, world so is a fuck. Week, world is a fuck. So next week, uh, Garo. Curse of the Wolf. Uh, then <laughs> Garo uh, Mark of the Wolves. Which then oh connects my god, to King of the can, of course. Can, can can we just review that? <laughs> can we just review Garo Mark of the Wolves? That'd be based. Uh, so yes, so next week we're gonna be doing Garo the movie, the first one. And you know, I think since we have new grounds and shit like that, we can probably just upload a commentary of that now too. So we'll do that too. So just for you guys. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that movie's not very long. Thanks, Tom t- Fulp. Thank you, Fulp. Very cool. So, with that being said, as always, I am AJ. That is Jay. Good night. That is...
Good night. Phil. Dang it, Phil. You didn't let me do the echo first. Anyways, that is Phil, and we will see you next week. week. Oh, <laughs> bye-bye. And...